0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.
1: So here you are, too foreign for home, too foreign for here, never enough for both. Ujoma Umbinyo, Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong and how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Ayan every Monday at 2:30 pm on 3CR Community Radio. Welcome to another week of Diaspora Blues. I am Ayan Shirwa. And today we're exploring a genre that, like hip-hop, gets a bad rap. Helping us see the beauty and richness of hardcore punk is Tyrone Gitzman from Persecutor.
2: The following track is Babylon's Ashes by my band Persecutor. Babylon's Ashes is about my experiences as a person of colour in so-called Australia. Australia is founded on white supremacy. As a result, it seeks to exclude, alienate, and continue to oppress people of color Um, we are often told to you know go along to get along um, to be harmonious but how can we be harmonious in a culture that continually oppresses us to this very day
0: Tina van da sis misele, oh, ah, 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 ah,
2: ah, 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 ah,
0: Coming
1: to 3CR on the 13th of March is Rainbows Don't Fade With Age.
0: Rainbows Don't Fade With Age, presented by VELS LGBTI Aging and Age Care. Sharing stories and information to empower and inspire action for all those interested in the health, wellbeing, and visibility of older LGBTI plus people.
1: Rainbows Don't Fade With Age on Mondays at 2pm every fortnight
2: on 3CR.
1: Hardcore punk is a misunderstood genre. I am the first person to admit that I had my own ideas about it and none of them were positive. I assumed it was just about violence, skinheads and angry white men. When Tyrone from Persecutor reached out to me, my first reaction was, hell no. No. Then after giving it some thought, I jumped on my laptop and did a quick Google search and found some interesting facts that humbled me. I was surprised to learn that hardcore punk was to a degree a pushback against Reagan-era conservatism. Like its predecessor, punk, this genre sprung from working class communities and that bad brains an all black band are considered pioneers of the genre. Let's go to Tyrone to learn more about punk. Welcome to the Espora Blues, Tyrone.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so glad that you're going to be talking about a genre of music that I am slowly coming around to um, and then we will look at what hardcore punk is soon. But yeah, can cool. you tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, what you're about?
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. hardcore is a, can be a bit of an acquired taste. <laughs> um, so my name is Tyrone. Uh, I'm the lead singer of um a band called persecutor um yeah which is uh in the hardcore punk realm uh we play a subgenre of like what, what's called power violence but that's pretty niche and like subgroup on sub sub a subgenre on subgenre so outside of playing in the band um i am a youth worker by day and uh also do art as well
1: nice okay so let's look at hardcore punk yeah what's the story behind it
2: uh, so if people aren't familiar with the genre, so hardcore punk, as the name suggests, is a sort of an offshoot of punk music. So if you think of like, I don't know, like the Clash, the Sex Pistols, um, the Buzzcocks, like, you know, sort of like the UK 77 sort of punk. Um, but hardcore punk is what I sort of think about as American punk. So Americans in the late 70s, early 80s, listening to all those bands I kind of mentioned and, you uh, sort of gave it a go, um, but it kind of came out a bit more faster and more aggressive and things like that. So yeah, that's sort of how we got hardcore punk. So when I think of uh, early hardcore punk bands, I think of like bands like Minor Threat, uh, Bad Brains, Black Flag, um, all those kind of sort of bands and they're all American, yeah, and the Dead Kennedys as well.
1: For me, I guess with hardcore punk, the way I envisioned it prior to doing my Googles was that it was like working class, very white skinheads, but that's not necessarily the case. There's obviously a subset. Yeah. It did flirt with, or there were subgroups who did flirt with um, Nazism and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, Can you say more on that? And you have an interesting fact about skinheads.
2: Yeah. Okay. So basically I think uh, the far right and sort of neo Nazis have always sort of, uh, been in the outskirts of, of punk and sort of alternative music. Like, I mean, the clash, they kind of, uh, sort of championed sort of more the left wing politics at the start. Um, they did like rock against racism sort of concerts and stuff, even against like, uh, I think promoters and stuff from memory. Um, and you know, and they sort of incorporated sort of, uh, people of color Punk also has like that sort of reggae roots as well. You know, when you listen to back in like bands like The Clash, um, the, you know, they very reggae sort of beats and stuff like that. So they kind of championed that kind of left wing angle and fought against that because uh, far right, um, like nationalist groups and stuff were always sort of trying to get their foot in the door in these sort of communities and stuff. So they were always really outspoken of that. So, yeah, I guess uh, that sort of evolved. I feel like this is the thing where like, Even when I was a kid, I thought punk equals white. That's how I thought, even as a person of color, you know, like as a black person. Um, But uh, as I've sort of grown up in the scene, I've, you know, done a sort of like, you know, you gain knowledge when you're in a subculture for a long time. So I'm 34 now, so got into punk in that sort of alternative uh, scene when I was like 15, 16. So, yeah, it's been you know more than half my life kind of thing um so i learned a lot more and yeah hardcore punk and just punk in general So it seems white but it's not always been the case like the dead kennedys they had uh, black members there was the 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 band from detroit which is like a proto-punk band called death yeah there's a netflix documentary about them um there's the bad brains obviously they were all black members doing hardcore punk and yo tyrone here you're listening to the 3cr community radio
1: um, all right, so let's look at the band that you're in. So they're called Persecutor Punks.
2: Uh, yeah. So per- uh, just Persecutor. Persecutor Punks is just the handle. Um, I was just trying to make it. So because I Persecutor, I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to be able to find this Instagram tag. Basically, I started Persecutor because I wanted to do a band with my mates. Um, we tried, it didn't really work out. But in that, in the course of that, we came up with names. Apparently I was coming up with really crappy names. So I was like, "Give us!" uh, I can't remember uh, what they were, but I just remember the conversations. Everyone was (laughs) shooting down my names. And then my mate um, was like, oh, what about Persecute? And I was like, that sounds a bit, you know, it's like, well, this is like 2019, 2018, 2019. We were trying to, and I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the news and I'm seeing all these like, uh, like racists and stuff like, persecuting like minorities like I don't know that kind of name just in my head kind of feels a bit icky to me you know like I was like oh and then so I thought about it I was like it is a cool name because like really impactful and like hard sounding name and also if you're in punk and like alternative scene you kind of want a name that has is really impactful sounds hard sounds tough you know (laughs) that's kind of like a and sort of an aesthetic thing in that when people finding names, you know, the the memorable names are always like real hard-hitting and stuff. So I was like, yeah, it is a hard-hitting sort of sounding name, but I was like, well, I'm still a bit iffy on this. So then I kind of reconciled in my head where I was like, why don't I take it for people of colour, you know, the black people that are fighting <laughs> against like racists, like, you know, with the lynching and all that kind of stuff. Mm. What happens if they persecute the racists? Yeah. And then so I wrote the song Persecutor, which is like the first line is like, Racist fascists, stay out of my way. One day soon, you're gonna pay. So I was really putting the target on their back, you know. I've mean, like, "Fuck you," you know. Sorry, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, it was gonna be like, "We've had enough. We're gonna, we're gonna start persecuting you like you persecute us." So that's kind of the how I sort of resolved that name in in my head. The band with my friends sort of didn't really work. It sort of we tried a couple of songs, jammed a couple of times. It didn't really work out, and then so I sat on the name. And I was like, man, I really want to do a band. And I was thinking, I was like, I haven't really done a band. I've done a, a few other bands. I've done bands where I've, I've always done sort of like really serious political or kind of more internal, like uh, more borderline spiritual kind of stuff, like reflections on like bettering yourself and all that kind of stuff or, or overtly political um, sort of bands. But I hadn't really done a band that really spoke to me as a person, a person of color someone who has a father that's from South Africa, so the African diaspora, that kind of stuff, and how being a person of colour in white Australia and how that impacts me as a person, you know, and being also being disconnected from my culture for most of my childhood and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I want to do a band where I can release this express this you know and that's the and you sure release that yeah and this is like and this is the thing Mm -hmm. that i like about punk is it's really cathartic you know like people like oh it's just shouting it's real negative or satanic or all this kind of stuff you know people like throw this stuff on there but you meet the people obviously it's a music culture so you have different spectrums of different things you can't just say this is punk or this is, you know, even like this is rap or, you know, this is whatever, you know, you can't really, you're going to have, it's a community. You're going to have different schools of thought in in the community and whatever. Mm -hmm. But the thing I like about punk is it gives people who it's like, it's meant to be the music for the everyman, you know, you don't have to be good. You know, the whole idea of it is like people, angry, frustrated, disenfranchised, working class people picking up guitars and just venting and yelling. You don't have to be a singer. You just, you just get up there and yell. You know, like that's the, that's the reason why it kind of came about is because people weren't really particularly worried about how it sounded. It was the antithesis of the corporate sphere of music and everything polished and sounded. They're like, I can't relate to the pop music on on, on the radio. Like everything sounds really commercial, everything's like rose tinted, you know, singing about like, oh, my girl left me, blah, 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 or whatever, you know, or just talking about really things that are like, yeah, okay, it's it, nice to listen to, but this doesn't capture how I feel. And I feel like rap is really similar to that as well, you 100%. know. And even even when you think about it, like when you, when rap first came about, people were like, why are they shouting? You know, why are they, you know what I why mean? They so angry? And why are they so angry? Why are angry? And it's the same with punk. That like, yeah, it's just like... That's why there's yelling and like, it's not really focusing about like, I mean, as it's progressed as a culture and a music, you know, you're going to get people that build upon the foundations and people good at it, you know, like, so there is, there is a skill to being able to sustain the yell or the, scream or that kind of stuff and you know as a as a culture and a music evolves people are gonna get more talented at, at doing the thing. And not everyone
1: the, can also let themselves go. You yeah, have to have like stage right. presence yes, and you've got to that's be right. able to. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's a part vibe of it, it, as it well. Yeah.
2: And them. I think um but that's that it sort of tapped into that kind of urbane frustrations of everyday life being in in like the working class or the middle class even. Persecutor basically is a band for me as the vocalist to really express the frustrations, the trauma, like the ongoing trauma of being a person of color in a white supremacist country like Australia is. Um, but Babylon's Ashes, the song, I wrote it um, really about like Harmony Day. So I'm a youth worker, right? So. I, you know, we we try and celebrate some of these days and Harmony Day is good, like it's, it's a good thing. But the actual day that Harmony Day falls on in Australia is I think March 22nd, which is the International Day Against Racial Discrimination. And I just find it really funny that Australia can't deal with the truth that that's the day that we're going to be like, yo, being racist or, you know, like white supremacy and all these sort of, or like, you know, the structural nature of racism is bad and like, and all this kind of stuff. But Australia's like, no, 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 that's too, we can't deal with that. So we're going to call it harmony day. Let's everyone get along. And so I felt like it was really that really Australian sort of value that like, that props up white supremacy, which is the going on to get along, you know, and that, that sort of value is good. Um, you know, it's a good intentions, but it also is really like that kind of real liberal notion of like of oh we're like, post
1: racial we
2: are post racial we're colorblind we don't see that anymore like and then if if a person of color or a black person starts speaking up against them oh you're ruffling the feathers or oh, you're offending people i'm like mm. yeah that's that's like for me that's how i like see what harmony day represents that's what babylon's ashes is about is about that sort of i guess the chorus i mean there's not really a lot of choruses in my songs because they're too quick mm. but it's like don't need your harmony don't need your hegemony
1: beautiful
2: um well i'm
1: also very excited for your record record release show i want to make an effort to turn up um is the mosh pit still a thing <laughs> yeah
2: mosh pit's still a thing so if you're not really familiar with um being at a punk concert it's probably best to stay like, uh, at a safer distance just cause, uh, yeah, you kind of, it's like, oh, people, I want people to come and have fun, but like, and everything like that. But yeah, if you're a bit hesitant, like come along, um, uh, people are usually pretty nice and they'll show you the ropes and let you know, like, oh, keep an eye out for this or whatever because it can look pretty hectic uh, and intense uh, and it can be at times um, but it's just the way things have, are done in punk, yeah, with the mosh pit jumping up and down and yeah. pushing into each other and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I remember I went to a grime. Who was it? There was a few grime artists that came down. This was like 2015 or something or 2016 and I had no idea the front is where you avoid. So I was like, oh, I want to be as close up to the artist as possible. And then all of a sudden I found my behind all the way at the back. Yeah. I got our bird, which which I get. I think there is a place for people to express themselves, mm-hmm. you know, physically yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's just being aware of what you can handle.
2: Oh, 100%. I think that's... I can't handle yeah, it and I think Yeah, I think it goes both ways. Like if you're not really confident or familiar with it, like probably like sort of, you probably like observe, I mean, you know, as a kid, I kind of just jumped straight into the mosh because I was an angry kind of kid. So, you know, I was like fed off the energy, um, which is, you know, how it sort of all comes about, I guess. But um, yeah, uh, you know, but then also people that are doing the moshing as well need to be mindful of people as well. There's that as well. So it's two ways straight. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so but, tell um, me about the show. When yeah, and when? Yeah,
2: so it's uh, April 1st at the, the Gasso. It's between 12 and 4 p.m. because it's an all-ages matinee. I really wanted a preference having an all-ages concert so people can come at all, all ages, um, you know, that people who have maybe have had substance issues that don't have to worry about going to... A venue and that people are drinking and then they've got to deal with that pressure as well um also another thing for the show um i was also wanted to preference people of color in on this show uh which is why i have put the tagline as colors of the world unite the goal that i've sort of want to do with with persecutor is sort of like is have that representation there and like bring people of color together in the punk scene because as we were talking about that at the start you know like a lot of people have this misconception that that punk and hardcore is is always white um, and all that kind of stuff, but it's not. So I want to kind of do use the, the privilege and the power of being in bands, you know, that um, to sort of use that position of power to bring people together. This next song is called The Wretched of the Earth. It is also on the Babylon's Ashes EP. Uh, this song is from the namesake of the Franz Fanor book, The Wretch of the Earth, um, and this song deals with and really fleshes out the, a quote by Franz Fenor talking about the infernal cycle, and that talks to that how people of colour are often told that they're not seen, you know, that they, people are colourblind and they don't see race, so when they do something good, it's, it's because of their internal values and not because of their colour, but if they do something wrong... They're also seen, but then people don't want to prejudice them because of their colour. So people are seeing them, but they're not seeing at the same time, and that's the infernal cycle, and that's what the song's about.
0: Hello, 3CR listeners. I'm Giselle Hanna from Accent of Women and Asia Pacific Currents, and I'm appealing to you to subscribe to 3CR to keep radical voices on air. I've been a volunteer and broadcaster at 3CR for over 20 years, and I can say categorically that radical voices like ours that bring you stories of extraordinary, incredible women from across the world leading grassroots struggles. Well, those voices just aren't welcome in the mainstream media. You won't hear about the struggle against Samsung's human rights abuses against its workers in South Korea. You won't hear about the plight of the Myanmar resistance against the coup on any other station, at least not the way we tell it here at 3CR. So be a comrade and go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419-837. Assalamu alaikum. This is Lukman from Salam. You're listening to 3CR Radical from the Roots Radio on 855 AM. <laughs>
1: Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, diversity and inclusion and much, much more. It's free to access the library, so check out the collection at www.commonslibrary.org. Common Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. They're pulling on the boots in Brazil and wiping off the eggshells in Maraban.
2: Fascism's on the march and we say yeah nah Yena pasaran
0: is a new weekly program on 3CR dedicated to tracking this rise in Australia Altaroa and all around our increasingly warm little globe. every Thursday at 430 p.m we'll be talking to
1: writers and fighters about some angry blighters You're listening to the Diaspora Blues on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am. I am Ian Shirwa and I want to thank Tyrone Gitzman for challenging my misconceptions about the genre that is hardcore punk. I don't know about you, but I learned heaps and I can't wait to explore more punk music Hopefully from the Diaspora too. Listen back to this episode as a podcast on our 3CR page at 3Cr.org.au forward slash diaspora blues. If you have a story we should look at, email us at 3 blues at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at 3CR.diaspora blues. Up next is Paul Factor with Urban Voices, but before he jumps on, I want to close the show with two songs by Bad Brains. Um, shout out to Tyrone for um, introducing me to them. So the first song I'm going to play is called "Attitude," followed by "Stay Close to Me." I'm Ian Shirwa, and you've been listening to the Aspora Blues. <laughs>
0: We got what i I'm
2: thinking you